0: clarify Taylor Swift fans are called Swifties right yeah <clears throat> so we're all Swifties
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gonna have, I'm gonna be candid Abby texted me before this and she was like you or everyone listen to evermore
2: And I, I like went through and I picked out like the ones I really like
1: all right everyone today we are here and we are with two of our very favorite people in the world Ali Corsi and Taylor Swift
0: Oh my gosh, I got so excited, I thought I was the other person. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: I said, wait, me and Abby are here with our two favorite people, Allie Corsi and Taylor Swift.
0: Yeah, just to clarify, I'm not the other favorite person, it's Taylor.
1: So um, you might have heard in some of our past episodes a little bit about Allie, we throw her name around like confetti, but um, first, before we hit the ground running, how the heck did you meet Allie, Abby?
0: Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to rebring this story up into my life because I love it so much. First of all, hi, Allie, how are you? Hi. I'm doing
2: good how are you
0: good you're in a, you're sporting a lovely blue sweater this evening your site for sore eyes got it for Christmas <laughs> okay but anyways back to the way that we met it's so cute so Allie and I were studying abroad our sophomore year of college in Switzerland I did not know her freshman year of college did you know me Allie
2: I knew of you but of course i were
0: <laughs> so famous anyways so then we were abroad and we were in Switzerland and I was looking for a random group of people who wanted to go on a last minute trip to Paris. How romantic does that sound? So
2: just another day.
0: Yeah, just another freaking day in our lives. I decided to get a random group together. So I was quite literally going down the hallways of our abroad program, knocking on the doors, just asking if anyone wanted to go to Paris, if they didn't have other plans. And I got to Allie's room, whom I was most excited for. And I went into her room and I sat on her bed and I said, Allie, I don't know you that well, but I think we're going to be really cute friends. Let's go to Paris. And she was down and the rest was history. We went to Paris in a little group of friends and we fell in love.
1: That sounds like you are asking her to be on a one-on-one on on The Bachelorette. (laughs)
2: <laughs>
0: it was a very romantic weekend. We laughed a lot. We cried. We danced in the rain Uh-oh. and the cobblestones. Like it was beautiful. It was and we've been cool. best friends ever since. And also, that's the whole reason I met Ashley was through you, Allie.
2: So. No, and now you got a podcast together. You should be thanking me.
0: Yeah, you yeah. are the glue that brought this podcast. You you birthed us, really. You're welcome.
1: One day when we make it real big, you're going to get the, all the royalties off of this.
0: I bet. I'm on it.
1: And then I met Abby because. Well, Allie and I met freshman year because we lived kind of together, and then we were supposed to live together junior year, and she was like, oh, this other girl keeps trying to get me to live with her instead, but like, obviously, I'm going to live with you, and I was like, what the hell are you talking about? And one time, (laughs) I was FaceTiming Allie from Italy, and she was in Switzerland, and this is sounding really pretentious, but um, we were FaceTiming, and she was like, oh, here, this is Abby, and that's how I met Abby.
0: Yeah, and I remember thinking, this girl's really funny over FaceTime, and then when we got back to Malibu, we all just became friends because we were neighbors that year, too. That was so cool.
1: And when you got kicked out of your apartment, at least, <laughs> you lived on our couch for a second. <laughs> a
0: story for another time, but basically, we lived exactly, like, 20 steps away from me, so that whole junior year, our love grew, and look at us now. Allie's on the podcast. What a What a jump we've made. Who would have thought? Not Who me. Thought. Not me. Not me. Look at us. Look at us. <laughs>
1: okay so without um further ado let's cut the crap and get into the real reason we're all here today if we could all invite one person alive or dead any life changer world saver saver to dinner who would you invite mine is taylor swift
0: this is such a hard question when you don't go in already knowing the answer (laughs) i feel so mine is taylor swift as well especially
2: because she's on the brain at the moment but I, mm. like I need a more a different
0: one okay I wouldn't hate Taylor Swift she's definitely up there but I think mine would be Casey Musgraves because she oh, is who I am, I am trying to be in my life that's <laughs> a good one I, I think I just have to say Taylor more
1: yeah. self-aware people are choosing Oprah Obama Jesus Christ our Lord and Savior <laughs> We're like Taylor Swift and Casey Musgraves
0: <laughs> I have all of eternity to spend with Jesus I don't need him to come to earth for one dinner
1: <laughs> I don't want to waste his time
0: yeah exactly (laughs) we're all obsessed with taylor swift i've literally been talking about this topic of an episode for months it was like one of the first things that popped into my head and i was like we must have someone on and we must just dedicate a whole episode to taylor swift because she's a poet and my recent obsession with her has become so strong so i'm really glad we're doing this you guys i
2: am too i'm glad you finally have had me on the podcast i've been waiting
1: every week every Monday morning she wakes up and thinks is this is the week they're gonna text me to be a guest
0: I
2: wake up <laughs> consciously every morning just waiting <laughs> for that
0: text you're also an avid listener aren't you Allie I am
2: I feel so as yeah. I've been slacking a little bit just the past few weeks but I do listen <laughs> I love listening I think I blame my phone because my battery dies so quick and I can't do it in the car
0: oh yeah everyone has that one friend whose phone is just always dying and that is Allie for us like her phone is <laughs> always on the brink of dying (laughs) well one thing we'll never die is our love for taylor so let's jump into it what are some of the life lessons that taylor's lyrics have taught you guys that you think about or that you take with you throughout your days
1: i threw a bunch of files in my head
2: i know i'm just gonna sit
0: on that for a second i have one that i just put in words two seconds ago but i think especially after the lover album and after some of the songs on the evermore album A big takeaway that I have is that if I don't feel the way Taylor Swift describes the love in her songs, if I don't feel that way towards someone, then he's just like not the right one
1: that is good
0: like is the person you're with tolerating you and like tolerating your love are they really truly appreciating you and do you feel like there's this cosmic connection of this invisible string tying you guys together like abby
1: you must listen to more in love the second we hang up because if i don't feel the way about a guy as that song specifically that's a deal breaker
0: wow she's really setting the bar high with the way she describes the feeling of love like although she's had a lot of breakups and that's like a big reason that people love to hate her think about how many times she's fallen in love and how exciting that is. Yeah.
1: Mm -hmm. You can just hear how much love she has and love her. It's just so fun Mm -hmm. and happy and peppy.
0: And the falling in love and the honeymoon phase is arguably, like, one of the funnest parts of it all. So imagine getting to do that, like, over and over again. Like, you don't... Like, sometimes it's good to just, like, have a one-and-done, like, find your person right away. But another... Plus, side is if you get to fall in love with a bunch of different people, that's so fun. That's
1: true. Good
0: outlook. Wait, I'm sorry. I feel like I can't really think of like one,
2: like, think back to a specific song to Mm -hmm. give me like a life lesson. But can I like talk about just her? I feel like, just with all like the scrutiny she's received and like all the hate and like everything, I feel like she was like, like, she could have easily just gone down this path and become like a very like hateful, bitter human. Just because of, like, I feel like what the media and the world has done with her. Just, like, how mm-hmm. they tra- portrayed her. But I love how she's turned it out for a benefit. Like, did a song about it. You know, made money. Made millions.
0: She really owns it.
1: Like, she yeah. owns
0: her highs and she owns her lows. And she yeah, still somehow and stays,
2: she stays so true to herself. And, like, who mm-hmm. she is.
0: One song that I just thought of that's impacted me is a huge throwback to the beginning of the episode and the beginning of her career, the Tim McGraw song. She's like, when you think Tim McGraw, I hope you think of me. And sometimes I think about that in like my love affairs that I'll have throughout my life or that I have had or like in high school or whatever. Like, obviously, we're not going to be in each other's lives anymore. But maybe there is like one song or one music artist that you guys listen to together or like one shade of blue that like reminds you or that reminds them of me. And I think and maybe that's me romanticizing life like I always do. But yeah. I think there's some beauty in that aspect. And it's like, maybe we aren't just in this world to, like, come in and out of each other's lives so abruptly. Like, we take little pieces of each other as we go. And I yeah. think that's another thing that Taylor Swift has taught me. <laughs> I feel like that's ties
2: to the long live. What's that line where she's like, "Tell your kids about like the oh yeah, made or something. the memories he made and stuff." Yeah, I like that ties back with that.
1: Is, the, is there that was oddly specific, Abby? Is there a shade of blue that you think someone associates with you?
0: No, but I vividly remember <laughs> in high school. Um, highly doubt he listens by any means. But the boy that I was in love with in high school that I dated for three years, like it was just your total stereotypical young high school love, yeah. like bow head over heels and like so over the top but we were actually really mature about it at the end because we kind of both knew it was coming to an end like it wasn't going to be a forever love but it was like beautiful for what it was and we had a conversation once that was like you always remember your first love, and like one day we might tell each, our kids about each other and like the moment that we had in high school, and it was really tender. Like, think about it, tender—something yeah. out of like yeah. a coming-of-age movie. The Taylor Swift song, I swear to God.
1: <laughs> so true. There are so many things that you take, whether it's from someone you used to date and then you broke up, or a friend you had and there was a falling out, or just anything. There are so many things you probably do from people that were in your life for a short or long amount of time.
2: Totally. Yeah, Like, every relationship impacts you in, like, the littlest of ways, at least.
0: Yeah, and another thing is that Taylor, throughout her career, I think, has proved in her song lyrics and in just the way that she leads the life that she lives, that you should feel things to the fullest and it's okay to have feelings and it's okay to feel them and to express them, too. It's really healthy because in her songs, you can hear the highs and the extreme lows and the anger and the the elation like you can hear it all and i think that a lot of people close themselves off to feeling the the extreme highs and the extreme lows like they just want to kind of skate by because it's easier that way but that's not you're not getting the full life experience if you do that
1: that was the smoothest transition
0: the line of work I'm in so
1: <laughs> yeah the podcasting line of world I think that was on my 22 life lesson thing for my 22nd birthday back in October but that's something that I think I've talked a lot with you Allie about in the past since like I don't know eight months or something just how we <laughs> past like two years um how we are meant to feel emotions the highs absolutely as much as the lows we're meant to feel absolutely all of it and to like ride it out you shouldn't have to rush through the lows
2: yeah yeah they're there for a reason
1: both. and
0: the lows are what makes you appreciate the highs like how are you even supposed to know how great just a normal day is if you don't have a low yeah. feeling and if you don't allow yourself to fully feel
2: everything I feel like if every day was a constant high day in day out then it'd just be like a I feel like that would become a low that would yeah, become the new were, low
1: yeah it's plateau I cry
0: now right Allie <laughs> i proud. So proud.
1: I used proud. to never shed a single tear
2: baby's first cry
1: <laughs> yeah maybe i'd cry if i met her
0: i think you guys would i don't know that i would specifically because she's not like my idol but i she's think you guys idol. Would just from being overwhelmed with emotion like you wouldn't well, have to.
1: written a book yet
0: <laughs> she should just write a poetry book of all the lyrics that she's never put in song i
1: was watching an interview with her and she was like i think i would have taught like english or something if i hadn't become a singer
0: she said that Did she go to school, like, online or anything? Like, college? I don't think she went to college at all.
1: I don't know. Are you someone who's always been super emotional?
2: Yes. I feel like ever since I was little, I've always been super emotional. Like, I feel like I feel things deeply. It's, like, honest – it was – like, hard growing up sometimes and just, like, dealing with stuff because I felt like I felt things so deeply. And I also feel like I I could be, like, a worrier sometimes, especially when I was little. Like, I would just, like, worry and feel such so strong emotions. And I don't know, it was, like, hard, but I feel like I've made it. Now I'm, like, grateful. And I love me a good cry. So i feel like it's like a release sweet release
1: it is the sweetest most cathartic release sometimes i'll watch a movie i know is gonna make me cry just because i want i want to
2: abby and i we watched clouds over the weekend oh my god
1: we were watching it the first hour and a half we were like okay this is sad
2: we're crying the whole time we're like i don't really get it yet like maybe we'll cry a little at the end
1: and then the last 10 minutes i look at her and (laughs) we can't even talk and it's the choking sobs there's just so much emotion for the last 10 minutes and i can't even talk
2: i think i was wearing like a was I wearing like a turtleneck or something like it's soaking wet
0: <laughs> That's so funny maybe i should go watch it alone how emo would that be
1: no do it sure. me and Allie kept like wanting to do it and we kept forgetting and then finally we did and we it was just
2: one time but I feel like it like wasn't the time like we weren't ready to cry or something
1: we were like tired and we just didn't have it in yeah, us but you know we just good. were craving a good cry
0: Allie for how emotional and how deeply you feel things that you claim to be I truly have n- I don't know if I've ever seen you cry or it's so I rare. Like, I feel like you always do it alone in your car or like when you're at your house and I just happen to not be there or something yeah, no, I feel
2: like I feel things very deeply, but I don't really show them. I don't really have an issue with, like, talking about it after the fact, but I don't like to, like, fully cry around most people.
1: I have a few funny instances. There at a time junior year when Allie would walk in to her apartment with sunglasses on at nighttime <laughs> because she had been crying in her car. Also, sometimes there were times, like, maybe... Senior year, when I would park in the garage downstairs and sit in my car and just cry and listen to music.
2: That's oh um, a safe place for crying. Ugh.
1: There was one time I remember sitting in the very back row of the class in college and crying in the back row, and the lights were off because she was getting pre- someone was getting a presentation. I remember crying. That was good. Oh oh one of the greatest lessons though when I hit thirty, mark my words, circle back to me. One of the greatest lessons I'm going to have learned in my 20s is that it's okay to cry.
2: I love that for you, Ashley. I'm really proud of you
1: me too Some-
0: it's such an important milestone to like it really understand is. like ashley yeah. when i
2: first met you freshman year like you uh, didn't you like never cry like you can't like remember the- i would be like
1: oh. oh like maybe i'm sad yeah but i would literally never cry i cried like once a year it would take an act of god to get me to cry like, and now
2: it's just inside you
1: totally and now I would literally come home and be like, oh, my gosh, Ali Day was a good day, and I would start crying. (laughs) Or, like, the tiniest thing would stress me out, and I would start crying, and I still do that. I called you, like, a month ago. No, maybe, like, two months ago. I've been in a good headspace lately. I called you, like, two months ago. You're like, are you crying? And I was like, yeah. But yeah, I feel like I'm a grown up now.
2: I know you've really matured. Yeah. I feel like when you're able to show emotions and like feel them and like not bury them, I feel like that's like a sign of growing up and maturity.
1: I won't cry around like literally everyone. I like crying to you a lot. Um, it depends on my mood from my parents.
2: Man, <laughs> I like like I have my my mom is my number yeah. one. You know,
1: cry, cry buddy. Cry,
2: yeah, cry buddy. I'll just sit there, and she like never cries too. It's just me. And then I feel like you feel safe crying around you.
1: That's good. Yeah, we both – there was one time when we were on a party bus. and (laughs) We were on a party bus going home from bars with a bunch of friends, and I remember Allie was just on my shoulder crying so much, and people like Abby were up dancing on the stripper pool, and Allie was just on my shoulder crying, and I remember – Patting your head, or I think we're both drawing I remember patting your head and like talking to you, and then I would turn to the person next to me and like talk about the night out. And I would turn <laughs> back to you. It
2: was so comforting. You <laughs> have really of it, and like Abby's, like yeah. in the first shot, and she's like dancing on the pole and then it goes to me, just sobbing on your shoulder.
1: You are crying so hard, and you are either hugging someone or you don't have a blanket, and there are tears
2: on it. <laughs> oh yes, or like your pillow, and it gets
0: soaking wet.
1: Oh, um, the best. <laughs>
0: sometimes when I cry really hard my dad will hug me and then I'll like remove my body from his body and my tears and my mascara will yeah, yeah. be all up on his shoulder yeah
1: and also let's say you're crying at night and then you go to sleep after okay. oh, oh I gosh. might watch a sad movie tonight just to egg something okay, on you
0: wake <laughs> up yeah. and your eyes are all swollen in the morning
2: <sighs> it's like a drug for me I feel giddy thinking about that yeah.
1: <laughs> Okay, Allie, next time we're hanging out, we have to watch that older movie with Meryl Streep, Abby, the one that you cried five different times and oh. you were Snapchatting me. What's I what?
0: was heaving, heaving, sobbing, uh, shaking, all of the it's things.
1: It's called One True Thing. Were you really? Okay. <laughs> I'm my most down when I'm crying in the shower.
2: Okay, let's talk about our favorite place to cry. Mine, personally, I'd say would be in my car, maybe when I'm, like, on the freeway listening to Taylor Swift <laughs> or something.
1: That's not safe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I really like to put on really, really sad music when I'm feeling like I'm going to cry. And I think I just like to curl up on a couch or a bed like a cat.
1: If I want to cry for the fun of it, like a movie on the couch, if I want to cry because I feel sorry for myself – I'd like to be in my car parked. I don't mind crying on the phone with you. That makes me feel better. Um, but the car's a good one.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Crying in the car on the phone with you, the best. Oh, yes. Yes. With
0: Taylor Swift in the background.
1: Definitely yeah. better. Holy Trinity. I feel like we sound like psychotic. <laughs> I've grown a lot. I love it. I know. I'm going to be hysterical absolutely unconsolable at your guys's weddings god forbid i have to give a speech oh (laughs) Oh my my god
0: yeah
1: it's gonna i'm gonna be a wreck god forbid i'm a little bit tipsy giving the speech forget it don't don't let me give one yeah
0: I can totally picture the exact crying face that you will also have, Ash, when you're giving Mm -hmm. it, because it's, like, so many emotions of, like, feeling happy, and it's, like, so bittersweet. I'm
1: probably laughing, too. You're going
0: to do that Um, thing where
2: you get, like, the really high-pitched voice, and you kind
0: of... Yeah, when I'm crying,
2: yeah.
0: yeah. Um, I really don't want to cry at my wedding, because imagine how much effort goes into, like, getting your hair and makeup done, and how I just, like, don't want my face to be all blotchy and, like, mess up my makeup. Like, that sucks, you know. That's
1: I'm gonna read my vows to you guys out loud a million times, so I have no emotion on the day. Oh,
0: I wow. sound like I'm reading a grocery list. By the time I get to the altar,
1: what the hell? I'm gonna have one of you guys read my vows for me.
0: <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> you have like a little microphone in your ear, and I'm like feeding you the lines. <laughs> oh my god!
1: Oh, remember, I could barely get through the graduation speech. That was hard. <laughs> that was
2: the most yeah. emotional day. Remember, like at the end. Is like 7 30 p.m. or something. And we all had that, you know, cry at night feeling where you just like exhaust and wanna go to bed. The best yeah. of feelings. Yeah, like I remember I had like a blaring headache. Of-
0: yeah, that was like the <laughs> most emotion filled day we've ever
2: had. night
1: that we were moving out. <laughs> oh
0: my God.
2: <laughs> my I remember you like here. came into my bed and you were like, hysterical. and then I, think I was like so exhausted, I felt numb.
1: All right, everyone, I wanna kind of dive back in Taylor Swift before we hit Evermore. When do you guys remember listening to your first Taylor Swift song? <laughs> Were you obsessed when you were kids?
0: Oh, yeah, let's do it chronologically. As yeah. she's grown, this conversation will grow. I feel like I, I mean, when did she even get famous? Was it like when we were in middle
2: school? Lower school? Whoa, younger. It grade. No,
1: it was more elementary because I remember being so young and hearing her on the radio. Oh, really? Let me look it up.
0: It's all blur. I'm crazy, you guys. I remember it's still so exciting when you hear like young people making it. Like when we were in early college, Khalid was making it. And Lord was 19 when she made it. So it's like when teenagers just really blow up, I'm here for it. Same with like Billie Eilish. And I remember like I feel like Taylor Swift was one of those first 16, 17 year olds to just absolutely take over the music industry. Mm-hmm. And it was so cool. I, I, too, remember being young. I don't know how young I was, but looking up to her. And then she had a cool, like, story because she, didn't she, like, knock on all the doors and, like, drop off her little CD in Nashville with her mom? Like, so pure.
2: I know. So innocent and wholesome. So I have
1: some confirmation of what year. First of all, if you were a real fan, one of her songs is called 15, Abby. Look it up. Second, she was not 17. Second, Tim McGraw, the song, came out in 2006.
0: Oh my gosh. Oh we are eight years old.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember being so young listening to it. I heard it like in the car or something.
0: That's crazy. I thought Teardrops on My Guitar was her first song.
2: That I when I think about like my earliest Taylor Swift memory, it's Tear Drops on My Guitar. Me too, I
1: also yeah. think of our song as a early one for me.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: Like, I remember singing that with my friends. Yeah. In, like, middle school, maybe, or, like, 10 years old or something.
2: Yeah.
0: I remember walking to and fro from the barn and listening to the song 15. That is such a vibe,
2: Abby. I'm jealous. I never got to experience that.
0: Allie, come see my barn in real life. You are welcome anytime. No, it's not too late. (laughs) But, you know, what's kind of true is, like, in that song, she's like, "If you're 15 and someone tells you they love you, you're gonna believe them." I feel like we're always gonna believe them, no, no matter like how cynical and old we get. I don't know. I don't know.
1: I think more of a like an innocent, naive belief.
0: Yeah. Yes. For- <clears throat> I hope that we
2: never don't have to believe. Oh, that was tender. I we'll see.
1: Time will tell. <laughs> 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 I feel like I we're feel still feel the naive way. right now. <laughs> For if what? someone told me they loved me after a month of dating, I'd be like, "Heck yeah, you do! Like, why wouldn't you?" <laughs>
0: you do. <laughs> I
1: don't think I could say it back, but I'd say, "Of course you do." <laughs> a conversation for another time. <laughs> so,
0: were those released as singles? Like, can someone talk about the chronology yeah. of her albums? Because I think Fearless and then Speak Now, right?
2: I know I need like a timeline in front of me, deep dive into. Um.
0: Because I also remember I had fearless on cd in my 1992 jeep wrangler in high school yeah like my radio was really old and kind of fuzzy and so i had like two cds in my car because i was like i'm not gonna buy cds like in high school like who's doing that these days Mm -hmm. but i had to go somehow don't know how i acquired it but I would always listen to it driving around my small town, and it was really vibey. That is such a That's vibe. That's beautiful,
1: Abby. I wish yeah. I had that memory. So,
2: back in what, like the fall of 2019's, so like the first, first so. year, yeah. we bought the tickets, Ashley and I, to Taylor Swift's Lover. Tour or lover, whatever it was called, festival. And then we were so excited, but we were like kept making jokes about it, just saying that this was our only post grad plans because we were both like had no job outlooks or anything. And then that obviously did not come to fruition either, much like everything else. <laughs> Sadly, we're still holding out hope for 2021 or 2022 or so on. We'll see. And I remember
1: we're in thinking, June. And it- and June, when it officially got canceled, I was like, those are still my only post-grad plans, and now those are gone. So I've got nothing. <laughs> this
0: is tragic. My only like, graduate plans were Stagecoach, so we were all in the same boat. We had all this, like, entertainment plans. You know,
2: and, and we have just- all this money just in, those, in Stagecoach and Taylor Swift. Like, if we took that money out and, like, got our money back, <laughs> I'd be rich.
1: It's like a thousand bucks, I think, hold up. I've got a little bit of a rundown for you. So her first album was called Taylor Swift, and some highlights were Tim McGraw, Picture to Burn, Teardrops on My Guitar. Um, should have said No, mm. Our Song. Oh my gosh.
0: Should have said No. Really strikes uh-huh. a chord with me. That's classic. Yeah,
1: those were some highlights. Mary's song. A lot of people like that. Some people don't. That
0: makes me feel
2: something. Just that list.
0: Yeah. Friends, guys, yesterday when I was driving to work, I was listening to Our Song and I was singing aloud, very loudly in the car. As most people do and I was trying to match her little southern twang yeah the accent and it's like she clearly doesn't have an accent so like back then you could tell she was really pushing it to try to sound like it was country in that genre at all but I feel like I definitely like her more in the pop realm those are those old songs though are just so nostalgic
1: okay the next album was fearless fearless 15 love story hey steven god there's so many You along with me forever You're and always. always i was just telling Allie the other week how i'm recently obsessed again with forever and always <laughs> it is such a good song so powerful everyone listened to it alone in the car oh the best day makes me cry oh my gosh
0: i can't I'm the best day with you today is that the one
2: yeah yeah oh, I too. it's adorable
0: I remember being 16 and, like, so in love, and that's probably just, like, how she felt in all of those songs, and I want to go back to that innocence so badly.
1: But... how
2: so much emotion in every single one. Who's she uh, about? Do we know? Steven? Yeah, I yeah, know. I saw
1: a TikTok about it. Someone was like, I went to high school with her. This is the Stevens that were in our school or something, so mm-hmm. it's about <laughs> him, yeah. Them. Um, And then also, I was telling another friend this, we have, I feel like we've grown up with Taylor Swift. Her lyrics were about, like, that type of stuff, and now... It's so much emotion. Mm -hmm. Can't wait to get married. Then I can really relate to it. Cute.
0: Okay, so after that, was it Red or 1989?
1: No, you're getting ahead of yourself again. Speak now.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh.
1: (laughs) She had mine. Sparks Fly, I used to be obsessed with. Dear John. Oh, Dear John, heartbreaking. I adore John Mayer, but something's holding me back because of all that.
2: That one is emotional.
1: He i love
0: her. when they're about other celebrities like how dear john's about john mayer and all too well is about jake gyllenhaal yeah. like i love finding out those facts it makes it mm-hmm. so much better
2: isn't like back to december about taylor lotner is it i don't, I don't know. know i, I hope, hope i'm so. not wrong I'm, I'm pretty sure
1: we'll fact check it for you yeah no I a story of us never grow up breaks my heart um enchanted is good, better than revenge. This one slaps actually. Last kiss. Oh, yeah. oh, story
0: of us gets me so riled. It makes me want to like jump on a mattress and like <laughs> punch my head in the air. I was doing it on the treadmill today actually. <laughs> <I> mean, <guys. laughs>
2: do
1: you remember at our graduation ceremony long live me and India played that at the end for you guys? Um, <laughs> oh
0: my god.
2: I used to hear all the time in high school and I would just get like emotional about graduating. High school. Mm. I don't know why. But, so pure. It's really just really like a so. big
0: life moment that you'll never get back. Like no matter if you had a good or bad high school experience, like high school is over. Like it comes to an end at some point. Or tell your
1: kids all the memories we made. God, it wrecks me. Oh my gosh, yes. Oh, before the next album, a little fun fact: the song at the end of the Hannah Montana movie where she's performing at the festival and it's something about going home. I don't remember. I've always been obsessed with that song. She Taylor Swift wrote it. That's why I'm obsessed with it.
0: Mm, <laughs> Not surprised. You'll always find your way back home, that one. Yeah. I, I hope I don't always find my way back home, but you know what? There's, there's <laughs> still sentiment there.
2: It's not – maybe home for you is, isn't, like, a place.
0: Yeah, maybe it's home. person. It's probably you guys.
1: I was about like to that. say maybe home is me and I.
0: You guys feel like home. I
2: hope you find your way back home
0: then. Yeah, I you hope guys like find feel you find like back to Southern California into your arms. Please, Joe, I'd die.
1: Waiting for the day. Okay, next is one of my personal favorites is Red. Obviously, it gets at us That's with things I like –
0: feeling 22 song yeah
1: 22 all too well we are never ever getting back together the last time the last time is underrated the lucky one is underrated everything has changed with ed sharon oh my god God.
0: that one gets me that
2: music video you've seen that oh yeah It's it's so wholesome and precious
1: the moment i knew gets me yeah that one is we can take a second to discuss all too well
2: (laughs) set aside a whole podcast episode for that one song
0: a whole new podcast (laughs) itself (laughs) i vividly remember listening to the red album because like all her songs were top charted on the radio and this was like back in the days when we would still sometimes listen to the radio instead of always use box cord or the bluetooth and i feel like I just have so many high school memories in the car and Taylor Swift is just a part of all of them in the right. background. And I also think this is the time when a strong group of hatred came out for her. It was like cool, especially for guys. I feel like to hate on Taylor Swift or just think her music sucks because it started to get really poppy around this time.
1: Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I, I again
0: was just very neutral, but
2: yeah, I remember a lot, a lot of, of haters, haters during that time.
1: It doesn't deserve an ounce of it. I know. Oh my gosh. Like, Red was released in 2012. There was a period where she was releasing like an album every year or something.
2: Was it like three in a year?
1: Few...
0: If you- was,
1: Something was absurd about it.
0: Yeah. She probably needed a break. <laughs> probably.
1: But um, I had a high school friend like two, maybe a year ago, and she was like, why are you so obsessed with All Too Well? Why do we have to listen to it every time we're in the car for a long time? Why do you <laughs> why do you hate that I hate it? And then she actually listened to it. She's like, fine, I'll like, look up the lyrics and listen at the same time. She's like, oh my god, this is the best song that's ever. graced the Face of the Earth. It's so-,
0: it's so good. It's literally like a movie. The scarf, mm-hmm. the sister, the glasses in a twin-sized bed, the only real thing that was I, real that you ever lost or loved or whatever that line is.
1: Thinking that your future was me gets me. Oh, that line, Ash. That gets me. Mm-hmm.
0: Also, Casual Cool in the name of being honest. Ugh, oh, my uh, gosh.
1: Also, the I want to be myself again, but I'm still trying to find it. Come on. Such a poet. Oh, Do you
0: guys think other people help her write her lyrics? Because, like, she writes all her songs, right? I doubt it. I think it's
1: just me and Allie. We shook our heads immediately. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: all from her. My God, 100%. I can't imagine the amount
1: of unwritten or like half finished songs she probably has.
2: Yeah, remember like the thing where they say that "All Too Well" is originally like a ten minute thing. Yeah, got cut down.
1: Allie's like "All Too Well" is already five minutes and twenty seven seconds.
2: <laughs> Not enough.
1: I'm hoping that she releases it. I mean, this is a whole other conversation for later but the whole thing with her songs and her rights but i'm hoping she releases a long version of all too well when she re-records her music
0: she's oh my god I was thinking the same thing like there's probably so many different versions of a lot of older songs that we could get like revamped or new new verses like how exciting yeah Yeah.
1: someone needs to make a movie out of all too well and I think maybe that's why Jake Gyllenhaal my favorite actor does not deserve to win any awards God is punishing him for whatever he did to deserve that song
0: for the hurt he caused I would love to be a fly on the wall to know exactly how that conversation went down like that's gotta left such a mark like I want to know what was said
2: in a way, though, it's almost as if we should thank him because he, like, gave us this masterpiece.
1: Yes, Allie. A masterpiece good.
2: Song, you know?
1: That is the right viewpoint. How blessed are we?
0: With that logic, we should thank every man who's broken any musical artist's heart or woman who's broken a guy's yeah. heart because we get the good, thank sad, and <laughs>
1: Okay. The next album is, I believe, 1989. Yes, it is. Some highlights like Blank Space, Style... Shake It Off, I Wish You Would is so good. Wildest Dreams, such a good music video. How you get the girl?
0: Do you guys not picture teachers, like high school teachers, dancing in the gymnasium to shake it off? Because I do. Oh my god. (laughs) From, no. from pep rallies. <laughs> Oddly specific.
1: You Are In Love is possibly one of her most underrated songs, oh, in my opinion.
0: Oh, so cute. I'm such a thee. I don't know that one.
1: I know, we're calling you. We're seeing right through you. <laughs> this was also a time period where I feel like everyone was hating on her or loving her. Yeah.
0: yeah, because that's when she fully became such a pop artist. Like, I feel like before this, people were kind of like, is she country? Is she pop? Like, what's she trying to do? And I feel like she really paved, paved the way for artists to really transcend genres like i don't think a lot of people were skipping around as much as her yeah it was very unheard of i feel like at the time
1: she was skipping around so much yet she could do them all so beautifully Mm
0: -hmm. yeah and think about how many bops and how many chart toppers were just coming out of this content that she was pumping like it's insane it's actually absurd when you think about
1: it that she's not just writing the lyrics but the music too
0: like and the music videos that were coming out and how she was like and I'm, I'm a blank space baby and i'll write your name and a star star crossed lovers and everyone thought she said starbucks lovers and like that became viral do you guys remember that yeah, yeah.
1: two absolute works of art for me are the wildest dreams music video and the blank space music video they are so theatrical so nicely done mm-hmm. but abby you really have to go listen to you're in love you'll it's really good
0: maybe i'll do that right after this i'll get so you in your field. pause and do it right now i gotta go listen <laughs>
1: <laughs> there's one part in it where she's talking about how he wakes up and looks at her and she just knows that he's in love
0: oh, oh my gosh
1: this one a ton of controversy behind it which we don't need to do yeah dip into that it's really good and I didn't realize it I mean it in the moment but I recently listened to the entire thing when I was in the car for a long time it Mm -hmm. slaps it's so good
2: it was like a gradual love affair for me it took me a while to get there because at first first listen I like was not a fan but then I remember we were abroad when it came out and I would just listen to it like all the time after that just on trips and stuff and then
1: I found love. Oh,
0: yeah. I got confused about people's love for her because look what you made me do. Like, I think when it first came out, like how a lot of music first comes out and people just hate on it until they grow to love it. Mm -hmm. I also was like, this is so weird. Like, what is this crap that she's giving us now when I'm like used to her other lovey dovey stuff? But now that I am older and I look back, I'm like, what a power move to come out with that album and to say all the things she did. Like, I really respect it now. I don't necessarily love the songs, but I have a lot of respect for it. I agree. That was a good
1: point, Allie, about abroad. I just remembered a bunch of these songs are on my airport playlist because I was always in airports. New Year's Day is so sentimental to me. That one's on this album. I
2: just realized I didn't listen to it on New Year's Day.
1: I listened to it, I think, on not on New Year's Day, but on the drive home from your house.
0: Why don't you no. Okay.
1: I, I didn't remember in the moment. I'm sorry. I remember when I was queuing up music.
0: Who
1: um Ed game or end game is so good. Um, delicate, getaway car. king of my heart. So okay, and this little description that I'm reading on this, it said that she took a three-year wait between albums and a solid year where literally nobody saw or heard her in between the last album and reputation
0: that was right after the kanye controversy which is arguably yeah. the biggest controversy of her career yeah.
1: and do you remember recent or like after that when something came out and like the maybe like that full recording and everyone was like oh taylor swift was right the whole time yes
2: yes for liberation time i feel awful for everything she went through
1: I feel horrible that there was nothing we could do to stop it
0: (laughs) There are a lot of celebrities out there That I'm sure get death threats by the day Here and there Like people Cancel culture is at an all-time high But I feel like Taylor Swift was like the original person Where it was like fun to cancel her Like do you remember how intensely people hated her? Like it was absurd People love to hate her It's sad
1: It's so interesting with her Not so much these days But like back in this time You either hated her outwardly or you passionately loved her yeah there was no passive fans yeah, there's
2: no in between it was like one way or the other
1: i felt passive started writing at 17 when her song was called 15 15
0: i said like she was 17 ish years old not that the song was called 17 i know the song's called 15 i love that song
1: no i oh i thought you meant that you thought she was started writing no. at some remember for our talent show that we had last year I decided at India's ins- literal insistence to play a guitar song, and I remember um, sitting in—I think my bedroom—practicing after school between the talent show, and I was like, I feel like a fifteen-year-old Taylor Swift struggling to get <laughs> I think the
0: clear drops to fall onto your guitar, and you were set.
1: <laughs> yeah, a lot of people love to shit on this album, but it's in my top. Three is Lover.
0: How many years between Reputation and Lover? I feel like a whole lifetime went by.
1: She released Lover in August of 2019, so right before senior year started. Reputation in November of 27.
0: I feel like just so much happened in our personal lives in college that felt you know, like five full years between those two.
2: <laughs> we grew something. From- I feel like Reputation and Lover are like siblings who are just the polar opposites like ones like emo and goth and dark than the others you know like happy Mm. happy optimistic loves life.
1: Allie good
0: analysis. Thank you. Allie that was beautiful. Can someone please explain to me so after the Reputation album she probably continued to get hate or whatever but then did she go off the grid again and then fall in love with a man who's British like is that the deal? Can someone
2: explain? I think she fell in love with that man was it it must have been after reputation or maybe during but then lover's all about like him right yeah yeah
0: yeah Yeah. because that was in her documentary right about how she was like off in the woods and like was so freaking off the grid and like did not talk to anyone and was just like so in love with this guy and that's how lover was born
1: yeah also obviously the songs on here like cornelia street London Boy, Paper Rings. She's just so in love in this album. Paper
0: Rings is so cute. Uh Are you kidding
1: me? Lover um, itself, like the song. Soon you'll get better. I almost can't listen to. Oh,
0: that's that's about her mom.
1: Yeah, the first two, about her mom having cancer. The first two times I listened to it, I like shed a tear. (laughs) Yeah, it's really sad. The only bone I had to pick with this album is Me, which I honestly do, I hate. I, and you need to
0: cry yeah, and why does she always release her singles as like the worst ones like me sucked and yeah. like I'm sorry like it didn't suck I just I can't stand it <laughs>
2: the part where she's like like read what do you remember I can't remember exactly. she like reading it or like spelling it out spelling yeah fun. <laughs> oh my gosh that makes me want to die it makes it me cry
0: what who who is he what um band does he sing for Panic the 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 guy Panic. oh yeah I I'm sure he's, like, talented musically, whatever, but his voice also just, like, strikes a weird chord with me. Like, I just didn't like their voices together. I didn't like anything about it. It was all weird.
1: Um, A couple other absolute hits from Lover is The Man. Oh, I think he knows. I really love.
0: Oh, I love that oh, one so much. I just remember
1: listening to Lover all the time when we'd be getting ready, or I used to listen to it pretty much every day on the way to school.
2: <laughs> there are such good memories attached to it. It's
1: also positive.
0: one attached to it most strongly was india and i driving around in her convertible bug listening to it a lot because i think mm-hmm. india being her roommate really sparked my interest my re-interest in taylor swift because i loved the old taylor swift and then there was like a hiatus of time where i was like not a hater but i was like i don't really get it and then lover came out and india and i were just listening to it driving around the beach and it was just such a vibe and i fell in love with her
1: yeah yeah ali i remember listening to it obsessively anytime we were in the car together
2: yes Like the only thing that would go in our ears.
0: We listened to it on the way to our road trip. Remember our like four-hour road trip camping? We listened to Lover like the whole way.
1: (laughs) It's like the only thing that we would accept if we were in the car together.
0: Yeah. Nothing else.
1: Speaking of only listening to her, she has been my number one Spotify artist for probably as long as I can remember every wrap up.
0: Mm -hmm. That's so funny. You're such a loyal (laughs) fan over the years.
1: I know. I know. Um, one of my friends here madison she was like i know every time i look on spotify on my computer she's like you're always listening to taylor swift on the sidebar you're
0: like and as we should be yeah. okay um, so next is our favorite one of our favorites
1: next are the is the debate of the century which we'll go ahead and put well actually why don't we do like a bracket on our story yeah we have all the taylor swift songs people okay. can vote on it. Gotcha. um but before we dive into these two everyone say do you prefer folklore or evermore
2: i feel like wait are we is this for the thing
1: Yeah yeah <laughs> the podcast yeah
0: it's pretty good yeah it mean, must go on <laughs> I don't know if you're like if you before.
1: <laughs> oh my god that was funny for <laughs> that little thing you guys got going <laughs> 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 okay folklore everywhere I'm gonna leave that
2: I feel as though folklore came to me at this time when I needed it <laughs> I don't know if it's just like the fact that she surprised us with the album and I was just so out of nowhere, and it just, like, really brought some light into my life. But I feel as though Evermore, it's still too much of a newborn. I'm not connected enough. I need to keep listening, and it's like a gradual love affair.
1: It's like when your family gets a new puppy, and you're kind of, like, hesitant because it's kind of just there.
2: Yeah. I like the old puppy. He's yeah, fine. But I like I. I know I will love the new puppy, too. It's going to take some yeah. time for me to, like, fully get acquainted.
0: I can totally see that, but... I think I'm the opposite because when folklore came out, I want to make a little side note that Taylor Swift is really good at reinventing herself. Like she is transcending genres, like we have been saying. And I think I just was not prepared. Like when I first heard that Taylor Swift was coming out with a new album, I thought it was going to be like lover vibes again. And I got really excited. And then when it was all depressing, I was like, wait, what is this depressing music? And then I realized we are all in a depressing year, so it's very fitting. And so it took me a while to kind of warm up to the idea of like a really, really slow, moody Taylor Swift album. But then once I like got warmed up to it, I started to really love songs, specifically Ball." I love that song mm-hmm. so much. Invisible String, the words in that one, like really give me hope that I have some invisible string to like some human being out there and we're going to fall in love one day. But after I warmed up to it, I think that really set the stage for me to fall in love with Evermore, like in the, Can't Stop Listening to It. I think I pick Evermore over folklore like I listen to it uh-huh. an obsessive amount, like all the freaking time. It's, I know all the words to all the songs. I knew them in like two days. It was like absurd. Wow.
1: I like Evermore more, but it's more of an emotional thing for me because I feel like I remember I was really down or something in life. So down. And I like cried in the phone alley. And the next morning you text me and you're like, here's something to make you feel better. Or she just came out with a new album. Surprise. And I was listening to it. And in the first like two weeks, I was like, you know what? This is just so much emotion, raw, raw emotion. And it was just a lot for me to take in. That being said, Maribel, I'm obsessed with. I think it sounds fun and glittery. I just like the sound of it. Yeah, The Last Great American Dynasty, I think, is super fun. I picture a movie in my head when I listen to it. And then Invisible String, I think, is so sweet. I'm not sure how to work that idea into my wedding or something. It's just like such a tender idea. It's a
2: good. It has some like good lines for the vows. I
1: think like the yeah. idea of the invisible string and also it kind of I with that I think not just an invisible string tying you to like your husband or significant other but tying you to like your life and your friends that you're gonna make and like things that are gonna happen to you it's just like tender idea
0: yeah totally it is so good and I also really like her collaboration with Bon Iver Bon Iver however you say that which also I just realized it's the name of the band and not the lead singer what the heck like, yeah. like so confusing. There's nine people in the band. It's absurd. I saw a TikTok about it, and I was absolutely shook. I thought that was the lead singer's name. What is a single man? No, no it's, it's like like
1: a a off band. band.
0: It's just Taylor's vibe and his voice, their voice. However, however, we refer to Bony Bear. They're them together was magic. Absolute magic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So this is like a really—I don't know. I like this album a lot. I think I need to give it another chance.
2: Yeah. I mean, I feel like you're in a better place now
0: mentally. Maybe like go through a deep dive.
1: I don't know, Ali. Give me another two weeks, and I could bounce the other direction again. <laughs>
0: oh, we'll see. <laughs> you guys, I also think I'm lucky listening to evermore in folklore because i'm in the pacific northwest and it's totally outside and it's so bright and there's all these trees everywhere and i just feel like i'm in the songs like the songs are my life yeah (laughs) the album covers are
2: where you live
1: i was telling ali about this tiktok i saw and it was this guy and he was it was him and he had went out to some lake and was kayaking alone and it was like sprinkling and he's like i came out here today to listen to this for the first time to catch a vibe such
0: a vibe (laughs) i'm sure he caught one smart man i'm sure he
1: did i'm all about catching the Mm vibe so evermore i feel like i was kind of a brat when it came out because i was like oh neat another album from taylor swift of course why not another surprise album i
2: know, (laughs) kind of like took it away like i feel like with folklore when it was a surprise thing i was so shook but evermore i was just like oh like just another day
1: just another taylor surprise
2: yeah it was more expected because she'd done it once before.
0: Okay, I'm gonna start by saying the one that the one song that stands out amongst all the rest, I think, is "No Body, No Crime" because mm-hmm. that one doesn't exactly fit into the mold of the other vibes of the songs. I think it's very like Carrie Underwood vengeful vibes, and I'm right. here for it. That's the one that sounds like kind of country to me. Mm-hmm. What? Um, sorry.
1: <laughs> good. I, um, I have the floor, so if you could just, um, thank you. That <laughs> was a total. A display of our personalities. I was like, "No, you're good," and you're like, "Allie, I've got, I'm speaking." <laughs> <laughs>
0: Excuse me, I wasn't done making my comment. But the songs that are upbeat and fun, like Gold Rush and what's another one? Oh, Long Story Short, Gold Rush, and Long Story Short. I am obsessed with those. And those ones aren't actually depressing. Like they don't really fit in with the. The depressing vibes what do you guys
1: think you're right it's all about headspace because some of these songs are depressing and i'm beyond obsessed with this album yes. I, it is all about headspace which that's a good lesson to carry on into other aspects of your life headspace is everything headspace ruined aspects of Hollywood for me and made evermore what i listen to every time i step foot in the car i like i said with the last great american dynasty with literally every song on this album i picture a movie in my head we need to get some producers writing some screenplays based off of different songs on this album.
2: When you made the movie in your head comment, I just think of no body no crime. I feel like it's been done.
0: When I yeah. think of no body no crime, I actually think of what was the movie with Blake Lively and Anna Kendrick that just recently Oh. Yeah. Like, oh it's and
1: a favorite. Favorite.
0: Yes. That that's kind of what I think of when I hear the song. I don't know yeah. why. I, I don't know. Why I think of Gone Girl. I don't think it's I've never seen it. <laughs> I think
1: <don't- laughs> <laughs> um i think of something more from call me crazy like a 60s housewife time period or 70s no, totally
0: because her name is esty is of mine we go to Olive Garden and drink a bottle of mine. i think of the time
1: period of what's that movie with kate winslet and leonardo DiCaprio? that's not titanic revolutionary road that's the time period <laughs> <laughs> that I think totally
0: of could be a throwback time period I could see that as well but
1: champagne problems when this album came out I remember texting Allie and I was like champagne problems I think in my head is a close second to all too well it's her little sister that's almost there but not quite
0: yeah yeah
2: she's still like blossoming she's mm-hmm. like okay measure up but she's almost
0: champagne problems separate from the song title means like first world problems like oh champagne problems like they're just like not actual heavy problems like oh my socks don't match today champagne problems like something like that but in this song specifically I make the argument that that's not what she's trying to say when she says champagne problems because being rejected at a wedding proposal is not a champagne problem that's a real huge problem
1: Tis the Damn Season makes me want to run home to the high school boyfriend that I don't have. And Gold Rush, I absolutely love the sound of it. I think it is so fun. All of it.
2: Dorothea. Dorothea, am I saying that right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know if this, if I'm interpreting it right, but it makes me feel like. I feel like it's very comforting. Like it's like the gotta, friend like,
0: that she grew up with yeah, that yeah. is always oh, known for.
2: Yeah, it's like you're always me. Like, like you can always go back. I, I don't know. I get like a very comforting vibe.
0: Innocent from like one of her first albums. You know the song Innocent, where it's like you're still an innocent. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the same vibe that I get from this one, but now they're all grown up. Oh, interesting. Interesting take. Wow. Yes,
1: Marjorie really gets me in like different Marjorie? ways
0: marjorie makes me nostalgic for the relationship with the grandmother that i never had because it's mm-hmm. so pretty and i love like all the lessons and she's like i wish i would have written them written them down because now you're gone and she takes it mm-hmm. for granted and like i think like a lot of people take their relationship with their grandparents for granted especially when you're like younger you're like we have to go to the grandparents house like i don't know but-
1: we're also not officially old yet but i do i kind of feel i don't know marjorie some sort of tangible thing with like my our parents i don't know it's not like anyone's getting yeah. that old but still. Yeah.
0: Is her mu- is her grandmother French? Why is her name Marjorie? Is that a French name? Yeah. I don't know. That. Some research I need to do later. Um, Cowboy Like Me was probably my least favorite song of the album until recently when I started listening to it over and over again, and now I really like it. But at first mm-hmm. I was like, I don't think this really strikes a chord with me. But the one that really did was happiness I was about to bring that one up oh I have the lyrics of that one it's like there's happiness there will be happiness after you but there was happiness because of you mm-hmm. like that is exactly how I feel from all of my like past relationships like she just put it so perfectly into a song and I yeah. think I literally shut up here the first time I listened to it because I was like wow it's so bittersweet but like it's all beautiful and like we all go through that in life and it was just I love that one
1: the part of happiness that gets me I don't remember the exact lyrics but the part where she's talking about how she hurt a good guy and he hurt her back and it's just like a mutual falling apart like you guys are both people and it just happened the way it happened
0: I wonder who that one's about or if it's just about everyone in general well I feel like do you think she's still doing with
2: Evermore, like the telling different stories of different people thing that she did with folklore.
0: Yeah, because yeah, I feel like breakups are a pretty universal thing. Like pretty much everyone, yeah. unless yeah. you're a one and donor, like you've been through a breakup of some kind. Yeah. So
2: yeah, kind of going along with what you just said, Abby. I feel like every single lyric in most of her songs, like maybe not "No Body, No Crime," but everything else, I feel like people. Like, everyone can find something to relate to, like, no matter your life experience.
1: Uh, Yeah, about folklore. I think it just hit too hard to home, just uh, relating to, I don't know, all the emotion. But I think she wrote relating to the emotion, tolerate it. Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. That is so
0: intense. And it's so true. It's, like, people so often, like, myself included, we, like, put our significant other on a pedestal. We think that they are... The pinnacle of everything, like they can do no wrong. And you feel like when she's like, I wait for you by the door, like a little kid, and my love should be celebrated okay. and it And she's like, putting all this effort in, like, that got me so hard. I don't necessarily love listening to that one because that's definitely one of the sadder ones. But yeah, the lyrics are insane.
1: That one is so heartbreaking to me. What the part, yeah, the part you just said, how she just keeps trying basically and it's just like tolerated and not celebrated. My God. Someone facted me on this, but I think she wrote Champagne Problems with her... Current boyfriend.
0: Oh, that's cool. Wasn't yeah, there a behind the lyrics thing that came out on Disney Plus that I need to watch? Yeah, I think that was with folklore. Okay, so that was like explaining yeah. those songs. Yeah. I want an explanation for Evermore too. I want it all.
2: Yeah, I want like an in-depth thing for every single album yeah. song.
1: Is that too much to ask, Taylor? <laughs> no. She is the only celebrity that I think I would cause a scene if I saw her in the wild, or if I got for some stroke of luck to go to a meet and greet.
2: I feel like in my head, I can't even, I feel like this for most celebrities, but especially her, like I cannot even fathom the fact that she's a real human, that she's like <laughs> existing on this earth among us, Yeah, that I, we could see her in the flesh. That's just oof,
0: weird. She's like a man.
1: Yeah. I can't fathom if I saw her, if I ran into her, I don't know, in the wild on the street and I, for some reason no one else was paying attention and I could go up to her. I don't even know what I would say. You've grown up with me. I've grown up with you. <laughs> like I don't
2: put it into words in that like few sentences you'll get to say to her
1: you guys think you would
0: cry if you saw her in real life like not, I think just, I did. not I like just subconsciously like your body would just be so overwhelmed it would cry
2: I think either I think I would be in shock and then once it like started to resonate with me like after the fact I think I'd start to cry
1: I think if yeah. it were angry and I knew it was happening I would cry but if it were in the wild I'd be so in shock
2: yes
0: good point and like think about her doing real person things like tying her shoe or eating a banana or like cleaning her cat's litter box like she probably does those things like no. she's just a really person I at the end
2: thinking, of the- like like she gets sick like us she <laughs> can have a throat right now
0: <laughs> <laughs> I also, that was like another reason I really like her is because she has cats and she's so unashamedly like obsessed with them I just love yeah. that yeah
1: anytime I've seen on TikTok someone meeting her some sort of like thing I don't know I yeah I think to myself what would I say what are my two sentences that I'm allowed to have to tell you that will make no impression
0: what would you say if Taylor Swift is listening to this podcast speak to her right now
1: she I've literally grown up with her <laughs> there's all there is to say she's the, the greatest, greatest writer me. I've ever read
0: Me. <laughs> My yeah favorite. she
1: raised me her lisa and alfred raised me together the three of them um she is arguably though the one of the top writers did you see dolly Parton just said in an interview taylor swift is one of the best lyric writers she's ever known
2: and she's it's a small town girl and like look at her now it's insane
0: her it's job. and also just the sheer amount of music that she's put out yeah. over the course of her career like it, it, it truly is insane
1: Ali what would you say if she was listening to this right now
0: I, I
2: feel shy all of a sudden <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know like I don't know I, I'm speechless I feel like I would tell her well I feel like whatever I would tell her wouldn't do it justice I just you
1: maybe that's what you should say whatever I tell you will not do justice
2: yeah, you should
1: just
2: yeah. start with yeah. that and I'll be like I love you my friends love you you've shaped my life more than you know you've given me the soundtrack to my life maybe I'd say that
1: oh that's sweet wow. I think that's you have it though yeah Cheers. um something have you been to one of her concerts yet, Abby
0: No, I haven't. But maybe I should invest in some tickets with you guys next.
1: Something that I adore about her, even if I wasn't obsessed, but like separately, is that I feel like she's a celebrity that knows she's famous because she has fans. And she fully appreciates that the fact she has fans, and she's not discounting them. And she's like, I am who I am, because you guys love me. And I love you for that
2: yeah she's so humble still like i feel like of all the people in the world she's one of them that like should like has every right to not be humble because she's so successful and she deserves it but she's so humble
0: you can tell in her interviews and in her documentaries behind the scenes stuff like she's just so down to earth and she like owns her quirkiness and just her Mm. Yeah, she's just authentically herself and i i really admire that because i feel like I can't even imagine being that famous like and at that young age too like how that would affect you like oh my gosh it's no wonder that all these celebrities like fall prey to drugs and alcohol and like all the crazy stuff like
1: yeah how do you
0: not like it's no. crazy like the new Morgan Wallen song "Living the dream oh, that's a hard one <laughs> he's like this is literally killing me and like this is the life that everyone wants and he's like this is so hard those lyrics are actually really good you should listen oh, to it Allie yeah. yeah
1: and her concerts how they have thousands upon thousands of people she makes it feel like it's like a hundred person concert it's so personal yeah,
0: yeah. so moving I watch her clips on YouTube sometimes of her like speeches that she gives to her crowds, mm-hmm. and it's like oh my god like mm-hmm. I, I my life feels changed imagine actually being there with the energy of all the people oh, like it's not got you guys
1: I just sent a TikTok to Abby, and I was like, I heard the audio on this TikTok, and I was like, I need to have the girl on who was saying this. This is so exactly what I want to encapsulate in this podcast, and it was Taylor Swift talking in an interview when I like did some digging, and she was it was her talking about how your 20s are the time to like be alone and fall in love with yourself and pursue yourself and pursue your friends and pursue like your experiences rather than some guy, but I was like, I must have this girl on, but it was just Taylor Swift.
0: <laughs> Just Taylor Swift and her profound words, yet again. i actually reach out. I'm sure she'd be a guest. Maybe we'll hear this whole entire episode of us praising her up and down, like the poet she is. She's the poet laureate of our nation. I don't. Maybe. She- would honestly
1: now that we've got all of that emotion off of our chest Allie more important things throw us some book wrecks or podcast wrecks. what are you listening to what are you up to what are you reading these days this is one of my favorite questions oh so
2: I'm reading this really interesting book it's called this time next year
0: Allie, oh my gosh what a coincidence that's actually going to be our book club for January month pick are you serious I had no yeah. idea
1: no way! <laughs> it's uh-huh. almost like she's our best friend and knows all the details of this podcast. Just small world! It. It's not like we
2: all plan to read it together. And Ashley's been reading it loud to me every time she's come over. <laughs> Are you jealous, Abby?
0: I'm so jealous. I remember being read to aloud. I miss it.
2: But I've been reading that. I've honestly been slacking in all departments, but I will say, can I give a hobby recommendation? Oh,
1: totally, yes.
2: (laughs) Ashley, you might know what I'm going to say, but I recommend doing paint by numbers. Ashley and I got one like three weeks ago, maybe. And it was, it's been like the funnest thing. We thought it'd take like a whole night to complete, but it's been like three weeks. And, And I'm still not done. Yeah, I'm like just barely finishing. I still have a few more little sections to do. But it is so fun and satisfying, and it's like nice because you get to paint this thing. Very much like think about all the details and
0: what you're going to create. You just kind of
2: fill in the spaces,
1: and you light a candle on TV.
0: That one's really calming and like really therapeutic. It
2: really is.
1: I don't mean to point any fingers or name any names, but ever since me and Allie did paint by numbers, I see everyone and their mother posting it on their Instagram stories that they're doing paint by numbers.
0: Oh my
2: <laughs> god, yeah, that's such trend You might even call us an influencer
1: yeah use code oh. michaels2020 2020 or 2021 for <laughs> discounted paint by number sets oh <laughs> then one night we started it our old saturday nights used to be staying out till three in the morning someone throwing up the next morning our new saturday nights were one only one glass of champagne and a paint by numbers single <laughs> glass. So pure. post-grad yeah all right Allie, do you want anyone to find you on the internet or do you want to keep it anonymous out there <laughs>
2: They find me on the gram at Allie.Coursey. I don't really post that
1: much, but. Yeah, you got to get on it. I know, I really do.
0: But (laughs) if you want to see her share the fact that she was on this amazing podcast on her Instagram story, go give her a follow.
1: It's in the contract. She's got to share it.
0: (laughs) in the contract.
1: (laughs) Thank you for having me. This was a blast.
0: Ali, I would like to personally thank you for taking Leap of Faith and being my friend on that weekend trip to Paris. Taylor Swift would be proud of us.
2: She really would. It's something she wouldn't write a song about, honestly.
1: Let's all go around and thank each other. Abby, thanks for sharing a podcast with me.
0: Ashley, thanks for making me appreciate the beauty and the little things of life.
1: Oh, that no. was way deeper. Ali, thanks for always listening
2: to me and my emotions. Um Ashley, thank you for crying with me. Yeah, allowing those emotions to be felt. And Abby, thank you for inviting me to Paris and letting this beautiful friendship blossom. Anytime, Allie. Let's go back. Yeah, well, I'll see you in Washington in February. Okay.
0: Hopefully That's we
1: can so all sleep so cool. in the same bed, like three triplet, adult triplets, like last the last occasion.
0: I hope somebody's going to be reading a book aloud. I'm waiting with bated breath.
1: Why don't I record myself on the new mic that I got to? I mean, I could play it aloud as we go to bed.
0: Scream, like, this is the yeah. parade. Ashley's voice reading a book.
1: <laughs> Thank you so much. Shout out to Ali Corsi for coming on. And for our next total just fan episode, we could talk about an anthology of One Tree Hill. So stay tuned for that, everyone, in right. another month. So. Bye. Love you guys. Bye. Love you.